Hoosier, Lombardi, and Kane. Presented by Barstool Sportsbook and Ameristar Casino Blackhawk. All right, let's go out to the Colorado Discount Heating and Cooling Hotline. A big couple of days here for CU, and we'll talk to Brian Howell here. Brian, always good to talk to you, man. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Uh, is this good a lot age. more fun than your job was about a month ago? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, one it's of the, a lot busier. Oh, it's for sure. For sure. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about is we're approaching this, uh, this early signing day. Um, you had a chance to talk to Coach Prime, and – I, I want to make sure I got this right. He was talking about the percentage of recruits out of high school to transfer portal guys. Can you explain a little bit about what he told you? Yeah, you know, I uh, had a chance to spend a little bit of time with him down in Atlanta this last weekend uh, at the Celebration Bowl. And, you know, he was talking about, you know, he was telling me the fact that he he basically, he, he doesn't want to wait to win, you know. And with high school kids, you've got to develop and kind of be patient. He's not patient that way. He knows he's got to develop, but um, – you know, a lot of what he wants to do is through the transfer portal and build up guys right now um, that can come in and play right now. And so, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what percentage he's going to land as far as out of high school, but, you know, I do know that, you know, from what he was telling me, he wants the bulk of this team to be ready to play right now. Who plays for the CU Buffs right now? It's so in flux. I mean, uh, guys leaving, guys coming. How many people are currently on the roster, Brian? <laughs> Well, uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, there hasn't been as much activity as far as guys going into the portal as I thought there would be. Um, there's only been a few guys. Uh, I thought there'd be, you know, kind of a, an exodus of guys, but there hasn't been a whole lot of that. But it's still early, and I do wonder if, you know, a lot of guys are going to go in January because one of the things is if they wait until the January semester starts, then CU still has to pay for their entire January, or spring semester. And so I do think we could see uh, sort of an exodus in January. But uh, as far as guys that, I, I, that have actually left at this point, there's not a ton, but there's going to be. I saw you and Coach Prime with a book the other day. How's the book going? Pretty good. You know, it's it's been out for a few years now. And, uh, you know, I've, I've brought a copy to the, each of the last two head coaches at CU. It hasn't been out that long, but this is the third head coach that's gotten it. That tells you <laughs> a lot about CU. But uh, I figured I'd bring him one, and uh, you know he wanted to take a picture, and so I was like, "Great, I'll throw it out on social media and see if I can get to you know, use him a little bit to drum up some uh, some book sales." So hopefully that's uh, going to pay off. Well, I'll find I... out with a loyalty check maybe early next year. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I loved uh, you. You quote tweeted him about uh, you know about the breakfast and being inside the community, and he wants to embrace and, and he wants to bless the businesses and all that. I mean, he's all in right now, and that's cool. Of course, we are concerned about players. Brian, could you run down, like, the guys that we know are going to be CU Buffaloes that are big-time transfers or big-time commits that uh, have decided to make their way to Boulder, Colorado? Yeah, there, there's a few guys. I mean, uh, there's some that have not announced yet, but um, I mean, we know that Shadur and Shiloh Sanders are going to be coming here. Uh, those are obviously his two sons, one of which is the, the quarterback. That if anybody watched the Celebration Bowl the other day, that kid's pretty darn good. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't lose that game because of him. And he was pretty fantastic. What does Shiloh play, the other, the other son? He's a safety. Huh. And he's listed as a backup on the depth chart, but he played quite a bit the other day. And um, he's a pretty solid player as well. So it, if nothing else, they've got depth in the secondary with him. Uh, yesterday they had a, a former linebacker from Clemson 
commit to them. Uh, didn't play a ton at Clemson, but was very productive. He played about 417 snaps, which for perspective is about uh, a half or, or almost two-thirds of a season's worth. And he had 73 tackles and five-and-a-half sacks. So that's pretty productive in 417 snaps. Um, they also got Sh- uh, Savion Washington, who was a uh, right tackle at Kent State. Who you know, Kent State's offensive coordinator and offensive line coach are here at Boulder, so mm. it makes sense he's mm-hmm. here. Um, although all these Jackson State kids have not committed yet, there's going to be you know ten or more Jackson State kids that come here, so uh, there's going to be a lot. Brian Howell with us from Buff Zone. You know, and on top of that, do we talk about these this influx of new talent that should be coming in here? Um, how many guys are we expecting, like, total number because of all the, the sort of shifting and moving? As far as transfers? Yes. You know, I think it could be as high as 30 or 40. Wow. Uh, as far as transfers. That's not even counting the high school kids. So um, I think that's what he would like. Uh, you know, he, as he himself has not watched a lot of this roster, but his staff has, and they've evaluated a lot of things. And, you know, there's guys that, I mean, Bottom line, he looked at this team and says they were one and eleven, you know. And we need to get some guys in here that can win. And uh, one thing about Dion is, you know, he he wants guys that he trusts, and that's why a lot of these Jackson State people are coming is because he's worked with them and he trusts them. And uh, you know, even you know, Colorado's got a you know, great kicker in Cole Becker, uh, but yesterday Jackson State's kicker enters the transfer portal. Uh, is he coming here? I don't know, but uh, you know, that's a guy that I know Dion trusts. You know, he was telling me the other day, he's like, that kid does not miss. And he only missed two kicks all year. Both of them were blocked, so they weren't his fault. So, um, you know, he's, he's bringing a little bit of everybody. Am I, am I wrong? Sorry, Vic. Am, am I wrong for thinking, though, that anybody from Jackson State that enters the transfer portal is just coming here? It's just like a natural place for my mind to go. <laughs> I, I think that uh, – I don't think all of them are going to be coming here, but a lot of them will be. And there's, there's some that – you know, I'm not going to say who they are, but you know, when I was down there last week, I met several of them that are coming to Boulder. They were asking me about <laughs> best burger places, all that mm-hmm. stuff. There's several coming to Boulder that have not announced it yet, but um, yeah, I know of many that are coming. What role, if any, does Dion play in the NIL side of the business? I'm I'm looking at a photo right now of a couple guys who say they're committed to CU and and they're wearing these Louis Vuitton bags around their shoulders and. You know, he mentioned the Louis and how he's bringing his own baggage. Does does he, like, arrange that? How, how do these guys get this stuff? Well, I, I think a lot of his props. Um, <sighs> you know, he, he brings, obviously, the cars. We all saw yeah. the cars they had on the field the other day. I think a lot of it is, you know, for show, for some pictures, uh, you know, to make the – I mean, that's what a lot of this recruiting thing is about, right? Sure. It's about show and, you know, having the cool pictures and things like that. Um, as far as arranging NIL mm. – Technically, he's not allowed to do that. The school's not allowed to do that. But, uh, you know, he knows that's a thing. He actually doesn't, you know, like a lot of the NIL stuff. Uh, but he understands it, and he's all for these kids, you know, as he calls it, going to get their bag, you know. So, But he doesn't like a lot of it because, you know, a lot of it is, as he was telling me, he said there's only a few kids in the country that are actually profiting off their actual name, image, and likeness. Shador Sanders is one of them. But most of it is just collectives, and he's not a huge fan of, just throwing a bunch of money at guys because yeah. of the team. But he understands it and yeah. he'll play that game. Brian, the hype surrounding this hire and what's going on right now is immense. I guess my question to you is 
realistically, I mean, what what are we looking at next year? I mean, they were a one and eleven team. There's going to be some of that talent left over on the roster still. But what are we looking at? I know he wants to win, but I, I guess right now, preliminarily with what you know is coming, what's realistic? You know, what I've said to a lot of people, and, and this is, may sound like a cop out, is it's hard for me to say that right now before we actually know who's on the roster. But based on what I think he's going to get here and what I know he wants to do, I think this could be a bowl team next year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I don't think they're going to win the Pac-12 or anything like that and, you know, be, you know, unbelievable, have a 10-win season. But I think they could go 6-6 six and six and, and uh, get to a bowl game, which for this program, especially after, you know, what we saw this season, that would be amazing. Brian, my, my last one here, a lot was made of, you know, his old school rules. And I love the old school element to Deion Sanders. I think football coaches run the show how, however they like. He says no hats, no sweatshirts. And somebody made the case, well, he's wearing a hat. He's wearing a sweatshirt. He can do that indoors. Why can't his players? And my response is because he's the freaking coach and he makes right. the rules and it stops right there. Why is this hard to understand? Are you getting any pushback on that? Not from players. Uh, you know, you hear it from fans and everything, but the people that are on the team, I'm telling you, I was being down there for you know three days and spending a lot of time with Jackson State. His players love him. And uh, you know, he is highly respected down there. And a lot of the players told me, look, if guys just follow the rules and work hard, they're going to love playing for Deion Sanders. And that's the bottom line is, yeah, he says no phones. He sits there. You watch the videos. He's holding his phone in meetings yeah. the entire time. He's the coach. You know? He's the coach, He's you know? Coach. And if you can't respect you authority, want. you shouldn't be on the team. It's, it's that simple. Exactly. exactly. And he is very old school, you know, and you know he demands a lot. And from what I've heard from players down there, they really like playing for him, and, and uh, they think he's going to do well up here. So um, as long as guys just kind of follow the rules, they'll be all right. Brian, we got 30 seconds left. One last question for you, because I've seen a lot of this uh, coming through tweets and texts that Jackson State is a lower-end Division One program that these players won't translate to a Power Five. I've seen where these guys have stacked up in recruiting rankings in the past and Dion's ability to get them. Explain to the, I, I guess, the doubters what kind of players are on Jackson State. There's some pretty good talent, you know, and – uh, there's some guys that, that I promise you they're they're bigger uh, than what we had at CU than what the bus had at CU. You know, some of those offensive linemen are are bigger. I don't know if they're better players, but they're you know I mean they're those are grown men. You know, those are guys that uh, at least physically they look the part and they stack up. And and you know as far as star ratings, I mean he got a lot of guys. Travis Hunter, who knows he's going to come here. This was the number one recruit in the entire country just one year ago. He went to Jackson State. Uh, anybody that watched that game saw him play corner and then also catch two touchdown passes as a receiver. Uh, this kid's you know, really good. You know, Shadour Sanders had offers from Alabama and a whole bunch of other schools. Uh, Shiloh Sanders started his career at South Carolina on scholarship. So, you know, these are guys that, I mean, they're power five type players that chose Jackson State because of Deion Sanders. Is, is it true Dan Stores, your childhood friend and who works here at Altitude, is it true that he was regarded as the greatest athlete in Colorado history before an injury knocked him out of contention? Yeah, you know, he, he was maybe the best athlete I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and he might be happy if I remember this. I think he was number 11. You have to check with him. Yeah. But if I remember number all these years back, 
That tells you how great he was. He wasn't even the best athlete in his own house. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brian. He did, he did, I will say this. He did have a pretty bad injury uh, our senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, got knocked down, had to be taken off uh, on a cart. And uh, missed the rest of the season that year. So what a cry! Uh, yeah, nobody nobody cares, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see he's bounced back and done well for himself. Yeah, no, Thanks, right. buddy. That's Brian, Brian Howell, Buff you, Thank you, Brian. You bet. There you go, Brian Howell, Buff Zone. He joins us on the Colorado Discount Heating Cooling Hotline again. A big couple of days here for CU in recruiting. You asked him early on: Is your job more fun? I think he loves his calling, uh, calling, covering college football, and and all things buffs. He, he does a great job. But like he said, it's a heck of a lot more busy. Mm-hmm. He is busier than ever before. I mean, he's flying down to the Celebration Bowl, and he's doing this, and he's doing that, and he's a story every day. If you yeah, read Brian's stuff, I mean, he's got great stuff. Uh, 303-504-0925, the Champ Mazda text line, if you guys want in. When we come back, get back to that Avs game. Uh, great finish to the Avs game. A game they dominated but needed a couple of points. They got him. We'll get to it next. <laughs> Hey, shout out to uh, Guru from the Twitch feed getting us some coffees this morning. Thank you, Guru. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Guru's, Thank Guru's, you. he's not always nice to me. Nor so me. Nor I, haven't, I haven't had mine. He's nice I'm, to Marty. I'm assuming it's poisoned. So I, uh, yeah. I just chill out. But thanks, Guru. Appreciate it. Very nice of you, Guru. Um, Moj the Avs. That was a game in which they dominated, and the score did not reflect their domination, and the only puck to go in the back of the net was one shootout goal from Evan Rodriguez, but you know what? You came away with two points last night. They attempted 92 shots at the front of the Islanders' net. They put 46 on goal, okay? 26 blocked, however many missed. I mean, you you do the math, Kaner. It's hard for me to, to figure it all out. But, man, they, they tried. They just don't have the finish right now. Yeah, don't get finishers. They, 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 well, I mean, because eyes are not being drawn away from other guys. They're being smothered, so on and so forth, because 29's not out there. Because 92's not out there. Just the way it is. The game changes. you got to do things different ways. You know, and a texter earlier in the show said, I think this is exposing that McKinnon is better than Kale. And, look, he, you're, you're splitting hairs here on who's better. What do you bet- mean? On who's better between these two. But the bottom line is... Kale's job has changed with all the injuries. He's got to be much more sound defensively, right? Like, he can't just go out and try and fire pucks at the net and not worry about the defensive side. It's a very, very key thing for him now because of what you have in front of you. The You heard Jared talk about it earlier. The focus now for this Avalanche team, what they've been talking about in meetings and practicing, mm-hmm. is you got to take care of your own end, for sure. And the Avs are spending more time in their own end. Let's be honest about it. So, yeah, for number eight who played, I got to look. I got to look. Let me look. It would have been criminal for them to lose that game last night, considering how, as the game wore on, they got better and better, more dangerous, more dangerous. He played almost 32 minutes last night, which is a ton. But, I mean, the shots on goal, you're right, Vic. It would have been an absolute shame because they were outshot 11 to 10 in the first. Outshot the aisles 15 to 7 in the second in the third they outshot the aisles oh. 19 to 8 it's like they, they just sort of in overtime yeah they just sort of played it easy right they okay let's see what you got and then they went hard and 
I mean, again, th- this goes to, I guess, the people who think soccer's boring because there's no scoring. That was a 0-0 game after regulation, and I was thoroughly entertained. I was entertained. It was weird because the previous game between these two teams in late October, it's the last game the Avs had before they went to Finland. Uh-huh. The Avs blew that three-goal lead. Remember that? They yep. lost 5 Oh, my four. gosh, you're right. Aye, they aye. scored three in the second in that game. It yeah. was crazy. Uh, that was a nine-goal game total. Nine total goals, Kaner. Yeah. Yep. And officially last night, there were no goals scored. It's a one nothing avalanche win in the shootout. There was so, Sometimes too many goals is cheap. It's like it cheapens the product. You know, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yep. <laughs> well, just say it into the mic. Just say it into the mic. I can't. Is there something about Lindsay Lohan in there? No, because, no, okay. there's not. Anywho, um, once you settle down for a second there, <laughs> pork chop, I got stuff to do. <laughs> By the way, just quickly, yeah, he's whispering jokes to Marty now. <laughs> We're doing a radio show. I know, okay, we, are. I know we are. Can we hear uh, Jared Bednar as he gave us an update on Cogliano? Well, he's going to miss a little bit. Mm. We just don't know how long, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't think it's that serious. Mm, you know, it's hard to say on the night that it happens. So he goes in and kind of hurts his shoulder a little bit. and um, But he'll get reevaluated today. But he was pretty positive coming out of there last night that it wouldn't be serious. So well, we got two games. I, I would say he, he'd be doubtful for these two games. We get a three-day break. And there's a possibility we could see him right after Christmas. Hopefully. That would be all. So there you go. That's the update on Cogliano. I don't know why you were going George and Tammy grunts during that sound. I don't know why you did that. But good news that Cagliano, he's going to miss some time, he said. Likely won't be back before Christmas, but hopefully shortly after. I mean, Andrew Cagliano's a tough customer. When he goes off immediately like that, you're thinking, oh, I guess I'm preconditioned right now because of what's happened this year. You're thinking the worst. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, this is a separated shoulder. This is a broken up collarbone, whatever. If Cogs can go, he's definitely going to go. I mean, he's as tough as they come, as veteran as they come. But you're going to be without him now for a couple of games, so you have to make do. And, again, he's a, a top PKer. He's an absolute motor all the time. It's tough, man. Hey, as um, – sorry, this texture. According to Vic, the Broncos have been trying to not cheapen the product all year by scoring as little as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Pure football. Yeah, just yeah. pure. Uh, just pure sport. Speaking of football, Vic, you, uh, what's your temperature threshold for football games? Where's it at again for you to feel comfortable to go to a game? What is 60. It? 60. It's the same temperature threshold I have for golf. Okay. 60 degrees. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, although I was at the game the other day and it was supposed to be all cold and the Cardinals people are all worried about how cold it was going to be. The players were worried. Seriously, yeah. literally worried. I went to the game. It was fine. Yeah, it was, wasn't bad at all. It was fine. It was great. Here's, the, according to Field Yates, the current estimates for the feels-like temperature for some of these Saturday oh, outdoor no, games. No, 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 no. Don't even, oh, no, no. Bills at Bears in Chicago. Oh, real quick, though, Kaner, we were talking about it during the break. I want this, this is what I want people to understand, this Arctic blast that's coming. In Nashville, it's going to be three. High of 15. Yeah. On game day, but a low of three. And that's Tennessee, Jack. Well, let me give you some of these temps. Bills at Bears this Saturday in Chicago. It will feel like negative 11 during that game. Oh, no. Seahawks at Chiefs in Kansas City. It will feel like negative 6. Oh, no. 
Texans at Titans. What you're talking about, Tennessee. So 15. Five is what uh, it'll feel like. Five? Five. I don't, do, I don't do this Arctic jet stream crap. Falcons at Ravens. It will feel like seven. No. Raiders at Steelers. It will feel like negative four. Who likes this? Like, there are people out there that like this. There are going to be idiots with no shirts on. You know that's the case. Josh Allen was just on, a, I think it was Kyle Brandt's podcast. He said, what do you feel about Buffalo wanting to build a dome? He goes, I think it's soft. And really? I go, yeah. Yeah. It probably is. Mm-hmm. I'm soft. I'm soft, too. I'm very soft when yeah. it comes to cold weather. What was... When I, when I go to... I, I told you guys. Cold. When I go to Omaha to see my family for Christmas, mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, Omaha could get wind chills up to negative 50. Who are you freaks out there that enjoy being uncomfortable and cold? Who are you? Why Why are you? What What's the joy? What's the joy in being uncomfortably cold? What is it? What? So... What the, do you gain? The day the Broncos lost to the Ravens. Remember that day? Terrible day. What is there to gain? It was a wind chill of two, making it the coldest playoff game ever played in Denver. I remember it distinctly. Which, so do I. Which game Where was my Italian loafers in the end zone this for was the, two overtimes. Joe Flacco uh, miracle. Game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was as cold as I. I mean, I'm trying to remember being colder at sports. It was so cold that day, and so you're saying that all these games are going to be. Or most of them are going to be even colder than that. We're talking minus. Minus. Feels like mm-hmm. minus. What do you do? I, I, there's only so many clothes you can put on. What do you do? Yeah, I hate when people say that. They're like, you could always uh, put on layers. You can't take off in the sun. Bull, go inside. <laughs> go inside. Run, a, run your sprinkler and run through that for a little bit. Like, there are options in the summer to stay cool. The winner, you're screwed. You find some shade in the summer. Not bad. I was in Arizona in July last year. It was 115 degrees. I found some shade. Still really hot, but bearable. You know, by the way, thank you for the bottle of blue and paying off your bed early, Vic. I know you killed two birds with one stone. You're calling it a Christmas present, but it's not really. You owed this to us anyway. No, I brought it to you Christmas week. I knew that Brett was not going to be with us. He'll still be alive. Yeah, thank you. But he'll be in Omaha. And I wanted to present you guys your Christmas gift. And I wanted to make you feel uncomfortable knowing that I'm not getting anything in return, as usual. Because this is what we do at Christmas. I provide gifts. Not only did you give gifts, you paid up on a bet. You've totally ignored Marty on both fronts. Not only do you actually owe me that bottle of blue, I got no Christmas gift. You got an exercise bike. Get on it, boy. It was like a month ago. Where's I want something now. God. That was like a That's month so ago. That's so typical of your generation. I want something free now. Give it to me now. Free. To, to be and fair, your generation is disappointing me. To be fair, he made a bet. That's Give not me something free. free, rich boy. He won a bet. He won a bet. No, he just wants something free. I give you guys something. Now he wants something. That's why you guys are made. Well, the point is, Brett, is go get a job, Marty. Drinking, drinking. We're working for free here. When it when it's freezing cold outside, drinking booze doesn't actually warm you up. It just makes mm-hmm. you think you're warmer than you are. And you know what? That's fine for me too. Yeah, I mean, Guru if, gave me a gift. He's the only one who gave I me mean, a if gift I'm, today. If Thanks, I'm, Guru. If I'm in Lambo and it's minus five, and you throw some whiskey in my gullet. I'm cool with that. So what happens if I um, I was kind to you because mm-hmm. I gave you a Christmas gift, Mosher, because I didn't have to do this. 
I cannot believe that the, I made that the bet. Second, I, I don't even remember. The second after Mosier received his bottle of blue <laughs> from Vic, I reminded him of a bet that he made back in July? August. August. Here you go. Hold on Williams. a second. You think the Lions are going to win six or seven games? Yes. Are you drunk this morning? Right now, you're being as dumb as you are clear. Fine. Do we have a bet? Well, I'm asking you. I'll bet you right now. You know what? Six games. Six games. Bottle of blue. Have both. No, no, no. Do that All right, one. six wins. Got it. Yep. Fine. Six wins. So, Mosier might get a... I forgot all about that. I am yeah. sorry. Yeah, you did. Well, I was so sorry for a split second. That. Thank yeah. you for gifting it back to me. It's uh-huh. very nice Instead of, of bottle of blue, back. just say 50 bucks. What if I ask for it back? I'm in. Marty? Sure, I'll take some free whiskey. So yeah. I get three <laughs> bottles of blue, if I'm right. Yep. One of those two games. Yeah. And it'll be utterly meaningless outside of this. Tr- can, can I ask you something? Um, when there's two T's mixed in, you roll them like you're a Spanish person. What? Utterly. Utterly. And also, what was it? Barrel. Utterly Can bottle. I hear that again? I'm in. Marty? Sure, I'll take some free whiskey. So yeah. I get three bottles of blue if I'm right. <laughs> That's yep. weird. One that is weird. Like a rattlesnake. Yeah. And it'll be utterly meaningless. <laughs> That's outside weird. Of this what is that? Why are you doing that? I'm culturally superior. That's weird. It's weird that you do you're, that. That you're, is very odd. You're from Omaha. You're from Sacramento. I'm from a you bilingual me, family. I'm surprised you don't call me Brett. <laughs> excuse me that's funny um all right couple minutes left here hey tonight this game i i I don't know if people realize this vic are you going tonight you're not working i am going to the game as a fan okay this game is i don't care that it's december 20th Mm -hmm. this game is for first place yeah it's a big game. And anytime yep. you have a first-place basketball so game in the month of December, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brett, there was times around these parts where I would kill for an eighth-place basketball game in December, mm-hmm. let alone a first-place game. Sure. And here comes Memphis. Yeah. Their road record ain't good. Their favorites on the road tonight at Denver, but their road record ain't great. They're 6-8. I mean, Let's it, go get them. It doesn't matter what time of year. If you can wave the flag of first place, that's a nice flag to wave. And the Nuggets can be there tonight. You know, it's funny. We talk about all the critical issues with the Nuggets. Oh, the defense. Oh, the bench. Oh, when is MPJ? By the way, MPJ upgraded to doubtful tonight. So he's doubtful to play, but at least he's upgraded, which means he's on his way back. All of the issues we've seen out of the Nuggets, those issues are born out of this. High expectations. Sure. When you have huge expectations, you become ultra critical. Do you not? And that's part of being successful. Yeah, but you know, we also deserve that sometimes. We deserve a butt kicking over Detroit. We deserve a butt kicking over Charlotte. I mean, the Nuggets should also take care of their business the way they're supposed to mm-hmm. on occasion. It can't always be, oh, you played in a lot of competition. I've told you this before. I am less worried about this game. You seem worried. You're all uppity. Of course as I am. I'm not. I'm less worried about tonight's matchup against top-seeded Memphis than I am worst team. Charlotte the other night. You know what, yeah, but, you know but what Vic did? What? He flipped the script. I did flip it. He did flip it. Yeah, I'm playing your role now, and I'm saying have confidence today. Okay. The Nuggets come to play Okay, when they play good teams. Joker, Joker two nights ago, Vic, went for 40. I don't have to remind you. Went for 40. Mm-hmm. That's 40 points. 27. That's 27 mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah. By the way. And 10. Yeah. 10 assists. I, I, so, I, those are gaudy stats, but he doesn't. he shouldn't have to do that. Well, no, I realize that, but what can we expect tonight? I mean... 
I don't know, man. Stephen Adams is a big fella in the middle. I know that Joker likes uh, Jaron Jackson is more of a problem than Stephen Adams. You think so? Yeah, Jaron Jackson is an eraser. He blocks a lot of shots. Stephen Adams poses problems though for for Joker. He's a good uh, Jaron Jackson poses more problems. He's you know what else is cool about tonight is that you get to see David Roddy again as he plays for Memphis. He's getting a, right around I think twenty minutes mm-hmm. a game right now for Memphis. It's not like he's blowing mm-hmm. his stats up or anything yeah. like that. He averages seven points and three boards a game, but still. Yeah, I mean, a nice little look at the I, I've told product. you, I've told you every game, every time Mosier gets giddy. Um, last week, remember when he got giddy about the Lakers? He's like, "Oh, I gotta tear." What did I tell you about I the wasn't Lakers? Giddy game? about the Lakers? But what I did was I mad tell you? You weren't mad. What did I tell you about the Lakers game? What did I tell you? I said that was a trap game for the Nuggets. Not a good situation. They're gonna lose there. Yeah, I know you were so willy nilly about it. It was just dumb. But I'm just being honest. I. Tonight, I'm not worried at all. So you're what you what, so you're saying that we should feed off your your emotions right now. Your your confidence. Tonight, you should be confident. Okay, you should be confident about the Nuggets tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd go that far, what? but you can do what you want. That is a dub. You do what you want. Big time win, even without MPJ, who is doubtful once again. Can they're I, not fully staffed. Can I tell you guys something? When we're in a break, as Vic. This isn't a joke anymore. You know where I'm coming from now, that Mosier is going more into the lines than even me, correct? And he went through their last three games, and he starts yelling, dub, dub. And I'm like, stop doing that. Every time you do this, bad things happen. Every time Mosier starts yeah. yelling out dubs. We hate it. Nuggets yeah. fans, by the way, Nuggets fans are aware of your jinx. When I'm at the games, I swear to God, this one guy came up to me and said, tell, tell Mosier to stop that. that, that I, I swear on my children. No, I guy came up to me and said, Tell Mosier to stop that. That's I don't, doubt, it. I don't doubt that that's and a true story. And it was Michael story. Malone. Yeah. Nobody likes that, dude. No, I don't doubt that it's a true story. What I'm saying is that we as Nuggets people in a team battling for first place tonight, there are certain things we should expect on occasion. Not all the time, but sticking it up their stick hole by 20. That, you know, the Nuggets are that good, Vic. They should be doing that on occasion to teams. Should they not? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills should be winning games by 20 points at times. And they do. Well, Kansas City just took I overtime to I, beat I, Houston I, last week. Yeah, I understand that. Well, Houston gave Dallas a game the week before. Hey. Any given Sunday. Okay, fine. Hey. I'm just saying I, that's that's the, the Nuggets' answer to not blowing teams out and winning, you know, squeaking it out late. That's the same answer. We're entitled to a 15-point win on occasion. I'm just telling you this team is not the one that's going to give it to you. This, this is not that team right now. Presently constituted, the way they're assembled, the way the defense is playing the bench, this is not the team that's going to give you what you Will want. You tell, how you many blowout, that guy. How many blowout wins of the 18 wins on the Nuggets schedule? I could tell you how much off the top of my head. They how won. many? One. Two. Two. You go tell that. You find that guy, whatever that guy is, whoever that guy is, some dude, rando, or some mm-hmm. rando. You tell rando, settle down. You tell Randall. He's, he's the one telling you to settle down. Yeah. It's the other way around. You're the one that's... Settle down just a little I bit. I did settle down. I said the Nuggets should win the game. Goodness gracious. I said the Nuggets should win. It. it should be a blowout. I felt like Jerry Jones was inside my ear hole. Too Wait. much Jerry. Yeah. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Mojo Lombardi, and Kane is where you can find the podcast. I can't. I, I suddenly cannot wait for tonight's game. I mean, I'm it's so like excited. I'm excited for too. a December game. I'm excited. So am I. I'm, I'm genuinely excited. Jaw, jaw dropper versus Joker. Yeah, but but shouldn't we? Shouldn't we also not? I mean, say what you will about Memphis. 
I mean, they're thirteen and two at home. But shouldn't we look at this game as a measuring stick? Of course, a, 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 a of real course, one? it should be. Yeah, absolutely. You that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't think that speech is being told in the, in the Nuggets locker room? You don't think that's what Michael Malone is telling his boys? Hey guys, we haven't looked sharp against the dredge of the league. How about we toughen it up tonight against the top in the Western Conference? Texture says Rando here, still screaming for Mosier to shut it. All right, seven one three two. You're on the list. Murray and Bones have to bring it tonight. That's the, There can be no question about that. Brett, they have to bring it tonight. Well, you can check out the uh, pregame starting at 7.30 as that game is going to be on ESPN National Television for the Nuggets and the Grizz. Back in three minutes. Hey, can the, by the way, can the Nuggets issue a cease and desist to the Kings? Yeah. They got the, the, the Kings are now doing a defensive, pl- a defensive player of the game chain. Yeah. It's our thing. Yeah, I know. Find I your saw own. That too. Uh, Jordy's over there now. Maybe he just stole it, took it with him. Well, be original. Find yeah. something else. Uh, speaking of original, OG, what is the? What would you say is the most popular segment we've ever done on the show? What's the one that gets the people? It's got to be either drunk uh, takes or the mojis. I would say. Uh, I don't know. We do this on occasion. The yeah. feud. The feud. The feud. Guess what I'm hosting for the Nuggets No. In, Dece- in January. Really? The Nuggets for season ticket holders are holding a feud. I'm playing the role of Steve Harvey. Well, at least awesome. you're not guessing. No, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine win. if you were trying to give away tickets, but the mm-hmm. the only way people got them was if you two got to 200? That's the only way? I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. I mean, what if... You know, if we played one time, and I'm not suggesting we do it now, but if we the next time we play, tell me that my family's fate rests on us getting to it, 200. It doesn't matter. And you I will get, get there. A, no, you, you. No, tell me, seriously. If you motivate me, I need motivation. Like, we're not playing for anything. If you get, see, all you listeners who want us to do well, and some of you don't, Vic? if you give me motivation, if you give me something, if you give me a nugget at the end of that road, I will work hard. Vic, there is literally nothing on the line when we play the game. And you panic. Mm. If there you was actual stakes, points see, but you don't. You got five. Yeah, but you don't know Remember how that? I'm wired. I'm a pressure player, dude. If you give me something to win, really, mm-hmm. you need so eighty-five. I, all you need is eighty-five points, loser. Eighty-five. Dude, we're gonna do it today to I'm, win I'm, for the first time ever. I'm 85. gonna do it seriously today. Today, seriously, we're gonna win. And here we <sighs> go. Name an instrument in a symphony orchestra. Cymbals. Name a, a kind answer. of cheese. Goat. That's another good answer. Name a part of a ship. Barracks. Okay. Name the most wrinkled part of your body. Ear. Good stuff. Got you 115. Your final score is 120. <laughs> I don't understand. What, I, didn't, I didn't find anything wrong with any of those answers. Look at your ear. Name? Take a look. Take a look at your ear. Look at his ear. Take your headphone off. There's no wrinkles on What are you talking ear? about? It's all kinds of curves. I said, name a type of cheese. You said goat. goat. Well, that's from the old country. That's all our cheese is. We make it from goats. You know, um, I don't know how many times I need to explain this to you. Yeah. This isn't the recesses of your childhood memories well, and, and bringing those out see, in the I'm game. See, I'm not from the same culture. So we don't, we, don't, we don't play the feud the same way. We have wrinkled ears and goat cheese where I'm from. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> To his credit, he's right. He's, he's He's been there, right? I've been there. A lot of wrinkled ears and goat cheese mm-hmm. in that part of the country. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not kidding. So, so what you're what? holding this? So you you're holding this against so me. Just so I have this straight, I I totally messed up your childhood. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you moved here when you were 40. I thought you lived in in Denver your entire life. I, essentially, I was there every summer. There. Name a part of his ship, Barracks. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when he said it, it felt like a good answer to me. Did, did it feel, really did feel did like a good feel answer. Because I don't know anything about ships. Name an instrument in the symphony. Symbols. That was bad. Yes, that one was bad. Well, I always just envisioned that one dude with the the big things, the ear flaps. We would have taken violin. <laughs> Wait, the we Marty's? Would have taken cello. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so anyway, I'm proud to be hosting Nuggets version of Family Feud. Thank you. Um, last couple of minutes here. By the way, I will say this. I'm, I, I was driving into the parking lot yesterday, mm-hmm. and part of me, and I don't even care about this game against the Rams on Christmas Day, I don't, but part of me wants Nathaniel Hackett back. You know what? It's so funny you say that. It's so funny, and you say, it's ironically, it's a coincidence maybe. I had the same feeling. Yeah. Why? I don't. I just. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is this sympathy or is this football? No, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of everything. I mean, there's. The, I, I look at how this yeah. season has gone down. Yeah. Utter. I mean, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Would yes. you say? Would you look at it that way? Every little thing that could go wrong has gone wrong. And you know, uh, he is not without blame, and a lot of it early on in the season, and a lot of it. Hey, the offense could never get going. He turned over, so on and so forth. But part of me wants I, I I want him back. Part of me. I'm not saying it's the right move. I'm not. But but I just I had a I was pulling into the damn parking garage, and I don't know that that thought just struck me. Mm-hmm. I started to lean that direction. Now again, I don't know what's going to happen against the Rams. I think they're probably are they a favorite in that game? What's what's the no? It's, it's a pick, pick em, em. right? Pick them. I don't know what's going to happen. I guess Russ is going to be back. That's good news. But I don't know, Brett. I mean, we have weeks to talk about this, but. I, for some reason, I'm just being as honest as I can, and I don't know why I'm sharing well, this with you like right now. I would just like to tap into the— But it came out I think, that You know way. what it is? I think most Broncos fans are tired of the regurgitation of coaches. Yeah, and the, the carousel is getting and, to and, me. And, yeah, and I, you know, you just want off this ride, and you're like, come on. Can we just slow down a little bit and see if it works over the span of three years? A little bit of that, yeah. I think that's what you're, that's, that's what you're trying to stave off. That. I'll tell you this. If any of that happens, they need to continue this 24 to 28 points per game for the rest of the year. Well, that's it. Here's what here's what else needs and to happen. I, the excuses and stuff like and, that, and, the injuries, they matter, but I mean. And if that happens, the other thing I need to hear is, we're going to hit in training camp. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. How weird is that to look back now after all of the bubble wrapping that they did in the preseason about not getting guys hurt, and they are by far the most injured team in the NFL. No matter who the coach is next year, let me me, me get this word out right now. To any coach, prospective or current, you better hit in training camp. Doesn't have to be every day, nothing like that. You better better play football in training camp, and you better play your guys in at least one preseason game. I think absolutely. They signed a guy off the practice squad, an offensive lineman, yesterday. They're so thin at offensive line, it's not even funny. But I, I don't know this dude. You know what I mean? I don't even know who dude is. I don't know where dude comes from. I don't even know what he looks like. I have no idea. I'm like, that dude's probably going to play on, on Christmas Day. Probably. That dude's going to play. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Texter says, Vic, wear a bald cap and a Mario mustache to look like Steve Harvey as you're hosting the feud thing. That would be really funny. I want to see Vic in a bald cap. Just let's, I'm going, let's take a look. I'm going as Richard Dawson. Huh. Wait, is that the guy with the really skinny mic back in the day? <laughs> he was the legend. He was the He's original. So he was the guy that felt up all the contestants, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Are no, you going to do that? The guy with the skinny mic. What do you mean? That was that was Gene Rayburn. What are you talking about? He was the guy. Oh, yeah, what's your name, sweetie? Uh, I always they felt were weird. Kids, it, it, always you know felt what? Weird. Husband, you know what? Weird. They were a little more affectionate back in the yeah, day. A little, little much. A little much for me. Plus, he was English and really tan, so he can kind of get away Wait. with it, you know? Steve, he English? Steve. Richard Dawson's from England, dork. He didn't have an English accent. Oh, hold on a second. Let me tell you something. You don't throw that crap at me. Steve without... Harvey tries to go up and kiss my wife on the cheek if we're on the feud. He's getting a Will Smith slap. That's what's going to happen. You back off, Steve Harvey. English-American actor, comedian. Yeah, he is from England, Gosport, England. I, he, he never had an English accent. You watch Hogan's Heroes, Jack? Yeah, I remember that. He was on there he yeah. was with a total English accent. Well, he didn't on the show. Oh, hello. Top 25 eights is on the board. Yeah. Yes, sweetheart. <laughs> Beautiful day, isn't it? <laughs> All right. I just, I don't know where this went. Uh, tomorrow you're going to be what? What do you mean I'm going to be what? You'll be here? I'll be on the show. Mm, all right. I'll be doing a show from my parents' basement tomorrow. Like, so like the a, usual? Like a college kid going, mm-hmm. like, just graduated, doesn't have a job. What I will be of, in my parents' basement. Is it basement. a finished basement? Yes. What kind of interwebs does Lori have? Hopefully good. We'll yeah. find out. Is it, It's in Omaha? Yes. Is it cold? Is it one of those... Do they have heat down there? Yeah, it's actually in the barn. I I know. Are you going to reunite with well, Bessie? I, I don't know what it's like. Is Bessie waiting for again, duty she's like, at 8 a.m.? Yeah, I got like, to go back to my chores in the morning. I, right, yeah. I haven't felt those hands Take in the four hand. years. <laughs> the cow's like, oh, I remember these small oh, picket yeah. hands. <laughs> Me picket hands. Double wedding, Me. Double wedding ring. Uh, Side shots. <laughs> Trick shots. Trick yes. shots. Uh, Marty, fact checker, please. Marty monitors the mistakes in today's fact checker. Fact checker. Presented by Rock Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Your local home comfort specialists. Rockheating.com. Rock, bringing comfort home and simplifying your life. All right, we had one right off the bat, 7.04 this morning. Brett thought Lekkanen got hurt yesterday, and it was Cagliano. Listen. I'll take a few guys, and then you rattle off four of your last five. By the way, Lecky. What happened? Do we know anything about Lekkanen? We'll talk to Bednar at 8 o'clock this morning, I know. But just top of your head. Anything? I think Lekkanen's fine. I'm worried about Cogliano. Yeah, he Cog- went, yeah. yeah, it was Cogs who went into the boards and grabbed his shoulder immediately. Right. Moppy. Mistakes are made. <laughs> All right, this one could blow up in my face, but I think I'm pretty confident in it. Uh, you guys are talking to Bednar about, like, his favorite movies, and then... Mm-hmm. He said this about Chevy Chase, and listen to Vic. I, I like Christmas Vacation. I'm a big yeah. Chevy Chase fan. Yeah, so you know, uh, Vic, give me one line from Christmas Vacation <laughs> oh, or something Chevy Chase related. Fletch. No, no, no. Christmas Vacation. The line where the uh, uncle comes out and they put the lights on, or he's looking for the toilet, and there's a portable porta potty out there. I I don't know the lines, but I remember seeing portable the portable porta potty. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. You're not a big Chevy Chase guy. Fletch. Lakers. 
And this one, you guys not knowing dates. When is that Chiefs game? Is that New Year's? No. When is it? It's the week <laughs> after this one. That's New Year's. I, okay. I didn't say anything. I, is that New Year's? No. no. I didn't say no. I said it's the week after this one. It could be. That was just a hard so no. Bad. Shut it down. Nope. <laughs> I mean, come on. We hear it again. Literally, it's is January. that New Year's? No. When is it? No. It's no. the week after this one. It's January 1. It's New Year's. So, you know what? I'm so used to any question. I'm so used to saying no for anything that comes out of his mouth. All right. Have a Literally, great day. Literally, No. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, we love you oh, all very much. Again, hurts. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Mojo Lombardi, and Kane. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. We love you. Goodbye.